Hello and welcome to the Serpent Temple podcast and YouTube channel. I'm here with Silas and Saskia. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We're at the Kentish Town Forum. You guys are about to go on stage with Osric Tentacles as well. So you're very multifaceted musicians. <laughs> so before we do a side card reading, do you want to tell the podcast listeners and watchers more about what you do and what kind of music you make? Sure. So we're playing with Osric Tentacles tonight. Uh, independently, we have our own project, Silas and Saski. And we're here to fuse all different kinds of music together for the benefit of humanity <laughs> to, lift, <laughs> to lift people's consciousness and take people to a good place hopefully make people dance and just i don't know how to describe it but maybe take away the pressures of life even for a finite moment at a show at a gig music is a very powerful thing and we believe in it a lot that's beautiful. <laughs> Music to elevate people's consciousness, you know. Mm. Elevated to where? Where do you see that? What does that look like to you? Allowing people to become freer in their bodies mm. and minds, I think, and to relax. Approach infinity. Nice. <laughs> That's sick. I love that. So, like you were saying that you fuse music of all different kinds you bring them together so what kind of things is that because i know you play like sars is that right i do play the sars yeah yeah that's really cool uh -huh. so what other instruments um like what other kinds of world music do you bring together and where did you find those as well i'm actually completely obsessed with indian music these days cool. i went and spent some time out there and became absolutely fascinated by what they do out there the Carnatic music is so beautiful yeah well that that's the south part i ended up in the north so i was studying the north oh. indian music which is there's a lot of similarities but it's a different strain i guess cool um but yeah their their music is specific specifically tailored to take the musician and the audience as far as they can into the divine and wow. yeah awaken consciousness so that's why i fell in love with it <laughs> We re recently went to Istanbul and had a really nice time. Um, we had lessons out there, so I recently bought an electro Um Did you get that from Salah Music? No, I got it from Irasaz, but oh, we went to Salah Music I love in Istanbul. Salah. Yeah, we you spent a lot of time in there, didn't you? Yeah, just playing all the different instruments that happen there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we. When did we go to Istanbul? A couple of months ago. And Silas is learning the Rik, the Arabic tambourine. Mm -hmm. And I started learning Darbuka a few months ago. I just bought Maybe. a Darbuka as well. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. And I bought a daf in Istanbul as well. Nice. So, yeah, we had some percussion lessons and I also had some dance lessons as well. So. What kind of dance? Is it the Sufi style? Um, Turkish Roma style, Turkish Oriental dance. Cool. I love all that a lot. <laughs> I love that you're bringing sort of the body to the music, but then also elevating the music at the same time. So you're kind of fusing like the earthly and the divine there. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We try. <laughs> part of it's about trying to leave earth and expand into the divine, but the other part is about extracting the divine and bringing it down to earth. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's like a cycle. Yeah, it goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you want to do the? Should we do past, present, future? Let's do it. 
Okay. Someone, uh, whoever wants their past, whoever wants their present, whoever wants their future, put down the cards. And then we okay. can do, sometimes I do it like an extra bonus future reading for whoever, whoever doesn't get the future. Oh, nope. <laughs> Was I not supposed to? It doesn't matter. We'll do it like Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. We, we, we occasionally happens. It's fine. It's still, it still is what it is. So this is your past, the home. I will read this for you. We actually had this earlier today. It's such a wholesome yeah. card. This little cat curled up in the corner. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, the home. A cozy cottage hearth with tea laid and a cat curled up by a burning fire on a winter's evening. This card draws us to our background and the security we all need from a warm, comforting environment. It represents the trusted, simple things in our lives which we sometimes undervalue. Wow, amazing. We are looking to move house and find a very nice cottage with a cat and a fire and all the things. <laughs> <laughs> what with do you know? laid out, so. Yes, interesting. In Cornwall or? Maybe Somerset. Nice. Or Wilkshire somewhere. We're open to somewhere in the southwest. Living up in Scotland, it means big, big, long drives. And cold. A lot, yeah, and cold. It's just quite far away from everything, so it's not very practical. And also our families are based Cornwall, Somerset, mm. and a lot of our friends. So at some point we'll move down there and hopefully find somewhere like this. Definitely wherever the cats are, that's going to be home. <laughs> we have three cats. Oh, really? And we love cats. What kind of cats do you have? What are they called? There's a black cat called Mystic. Nice. Cat. My cat. And you have a cat called Plato. Yeah. Wow. It's a tab tabby cat. <laughs> and he sits with me in the studio at every opportunity. He follows me everywhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. This cat's obsessed with him. A little Damon Sprite. <laughs> yeah. And there's a cat called Terra. She belongs to our friend Kitty, but she's in the house. I love that yeah. your friend is called Kitty and has a cat. Yeah, she's also obsessed with cats. Perfect. So you're not as much dog people then? Would you like I grew too? up with dogs um, and I love dogs, but current lifestyle is not suited to looking after a dog mm -hmm. and going away and everything. The cats can kind of cope with, with this, I think, because they're independent creatures. Mm -hmm. But I do love dogs, but for now... I'm more of a cat person. Would I, I understand. So? Yeah, I'm, I've yeah. always been a cat person, yeah. <laughs> They're wonderful creatures. Do you want to go to the present? Yes. Let's go. So this is now. The beauty. She hey. comes up again. The uh, slightly misogynistic card. <laughs> it almost looks like you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not day to day, but uh, I mean, <laughs> you, I can I can see there's like a potential vibe there. Yeah. Okay. Aww. A beautiful woman in a fine Tudor style gown is seen looking at her reflection in a mullioned window, as if she is waiting to make her entrance and checking her appearance. The character stands for the element of passion and romantic love. For men, it can mean a love affair of the sort that inspires great art. For women, it can point to a flowering of the awareness of her sexuality or the presence of a rival in love. The card can have implications of danger, and one aspect of the face of beauty can be a demanding whore. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. I'd say the last line just doesn't apply. <laughs> it's, it's not relevant. But I think that is interesting because she is about to go on stage in a way, right? It is interesting, yes. Checking, doing, you know. I do wear, like, costumes and stage outfits, and I do like to dress up and have fun i've always loved um 
clothes and fashion and textiles. And um, I think this card may symbolize a kind of coming back to oneself and just being yourself maybe and just showing that to the world and trying to grow in confidence and maybe grow in femininity, would you say? Would you say that you are on this journey as well? I think you are. Yeah, I mean, I, I also wear this. big old <laughs> costumes on stage. I love a good costume. And like, it's similar. We definitely have a bit of a parallel in terms of we, we also reach for the alien <laughs> in, there, in a way. Yeah, it's a really mm. interesting question because there is a, I, I do sometimes question like how much of this is me and how much of this is a shield mm. to prevent people from really seeing me. Interesting. But I do, I do love to dress up. It's I think fun. it's okay. Yeah. There's external beauty. There's also internal beauty. Yes. As well. Absolutely. Some, they reflect each other as well. I guess the inner and the outer. Yeah, I mean, our reflection is distorted as well. So it really is about. I think art can really be a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. At the same time, so I don't know. It's a very complicated sort of dynamic there. It's got lots of elements to this card, I think. But interesting interesting tonight i'm wearing a sufi welling costume i've never worn it before so maybe it's something to do with this i don't know oh i don't know you'll definitely (laughs) is it red it's it's actually white oh beautiful (laughs) that's going to be really i can't wait to see that that's going to be cool I'm excited. Oh, was that the first one? Was that what the I was wearing one? half of it. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. I had half of it on. My bad. Yeah, because I love the top you're wearing with that. Oh, thank you. And I have to shout out the fact that you're wearing a cat and Suzanne right now, which are like <laughs> incredibly <laughs> difficult fabrics to create. Because like in one day, you can only make 30 centimeters of a cat. And it's all like handmade and all the threads are individually dyed. Mm. It's such a, it's actually like a dyeing tradition. And like textiles aren't really being like favored as much as they used to be anymore. Like the Persian trug raid is dying because people don't value it as like a luxury. Sorry, I'm going off on a random (laughs) value. This is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really tired. I'm so sorry. (laughs) What the fuck did I say? (laughs) I didn't notice. (laughs) That's interesting. The Persian truck raid, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, I love that you're representing as well. I think that really, like, it's important to it's important to express yourself. And in doing so, you can draw attention to some, like, really cool, rare things. I think so. I think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see what's in the future? Yes. Okay. <gasps> the Beast. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so the beast. (laughs) A dragon bars the path, fearful and malevolent. The characteristics of the dragon represent the challenge of facing up to evil. It stands for confrontation with the powerful dark forces of our unconscious mind. Also for the bad temper and spiteful side of our natures, or that of others. Ooh, the darkness. (laughs) What bars your path? Interesting. At the moment, I don't feel like... There are so many obstacles in my way. Beautiful. A few, if you had asked me this a few months ago, there were some things going on. But right now, I'm feeling pretty optimistic and positive about the way life is unfolding at the moment and quite excited for the upcoming things. Um, some of the stuff that's happening in the world right now is upsetting me a, a fair bit. But there's nothing I can really do about that. Um, 
what might be in my way. Hmm. <laughs> Do you get in your own way sometimes? For sure, potentially. I think this, there must be a beast of some kind inside each one of us, right? Yeah, totally. It's a challenge to overcome that. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to think about it. That's a back burner card. Do you yeah. want to see what's in your future? Sure. Yeah? We go to the future first, yeah. Pull a card, any card. Oh, the scales. Uh -huh. well, oh, well, this is incredibly symbolic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So my, my solo album is called The Scales of Tahuti. Of course, yeah. And it's all, all about balance and finding finding truth in balance mm. and you were saying when you were describing your music earlier there was definitely a balance it wasn't just about There's what's up balance, there yeah. it was also about down here yeah cool as above so below exactly emerald tablet time do you want me to read this one to you sure a pair of scales with fruit hanging from an ancient twisted fruit tree the symbol stands for justice and moderation, prudence, and a sense of balance in our affairs. It represents common sense and a harmony with the world of nature. Perfect. It's exactly what you said. And this is, I do see this as a destination. It's always aiming to, to balance and perfect oneself, mm. to yeah, overcome the aspects of ourselves that weigh us down and become light as a feather. <laughs> Like in the like Egyptian style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they have the scales, and on, on the one side is the feather, on the other side is your own heart, and the goal is, through truth, to, to um, become light as a feather and weigh, weigh up against the feather of truth. And so, if that doesn't happen, you're literally fed to beasts, I believe. That is, yeah, yeah. they feed you to the crocodile and you get consumed for eternity. Yeah, because yeah, the, they believe the crocodiles are like the guardian gateways of the underworld. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's <laughs> interesting. Is, yeah. That's cool. It, it is interesting because, like, there is, um, there's, there is, like, a very earthly element to all these cards. And, like, you've got fruit as well, which I guess is the fruits of your labor. That could be your art, sure. perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's how you feed the beast. <laughs> become friends with the beast yeah befriend the beast it, yeah. yeah the beast is hungry maybe he's like just hungry <laughs> do you want to do your your present and past as well uh sure yeah let's go go let's in do reverse it. yeah it's the balance Ooh, death. death okay that's an extreme one to have for the right now oh dear. is it <laughs> no i mean well, well, it doesn't necessarily mean actually dying. No, I know, but um, death, death of one's ego, I guess. Mm, yeah, and it's very much about the balance and the kinds of things that you're talking about. Yeah. I can read it for you. So it says, death is the natural end of life and the card symbolizes finality. The tomb brings reminders of resting places of great heroes of mythology and carries with it an implication of the possibility of rebirth. Mm-hmm. I guess death is just the gateway to the other side, isn't it? Um, it could be the middle of the scales, world. the tipping point. Well, that you, after death, you you meet the scales. Yeah, is, it's very symbolic, given what you were mm -hmm. saying. Yeah, it, maybe it'll make more sense when we have the past leading into. Perhaps shall we? Yeah. <laughs> I 
I wonder if the tree is growing on the mound. Because it looks like it's kind of on a hill. The stars! Oh, that's so symbolic. Okay. So I'll read you the stars, even though you heard it like 10 minutes ago. The patterns of the aspects of an astrological chart is imposed on the star-studded mystery of a night sky. The stars stand for an individual's deepest aspirations and inner goals for the heights of intellectual and artistic achievements, together with the external part of our nature. Also represented here is the astrological cycles that we pass through over and over again throughout our lives. I guess how I see this, we're, we're all born from the stars. We come from the stars and we come to Earth where we must experience death. And then we go to the other side where we get mm-hmm. tested for how we how we behaved on Earth. And mm-hmm. if we behaved well, we get to live for eternity and maybe come back and do the cycle again, if we choose to. <laughs> <laughs> the cycles and the rhythms. That's very um, metaphysical. <laughs> I kind of like viewing them like this as well, because it's like a little story. You've gone from the home all the way to the stars and then back down to earth again. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Got a cool story there. It's a good concept album. (laughs) Can you take a picture of these cards? We should, yeah. So we remember them. They're very nice pictures as well. And you've got the Beauty and the Beast, which is very Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, there's so much balance. You've got the, the juxtaposition between the home and the stars, the Beauty and the Beast, and then death and judgment. Wow. This is a unique interview. <laughs> I love it. I'm love glad. It. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, well, any comments? Any final remarks? Thank you for introducing yourself to us. And like, I hope we can meet for a coffee sometime. I would love that. Honestly. It's... <laughs> and talk about Persian music. And yeah. Play the daft together, maybe, when oh I've learned some rhythms. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for like very last minute <laughs> making time for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Look forward to the show. It's going to be good. It's going to be so good. We're so hyped. Bye everyone. Thanks for watching. Hello and welcome to the Serpent Temple podcast and YouTube channel. I'm here with Ed from Osric Tentacles. Thank you Hello. so much for spending your time before a show. It's a pleasure. Well, like, thankfully, we have a gap now, so we can comfortably see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, um, I'm going to do a side card reading with you, a really quick one. And uh, I was explaining to you earlier, these are based on Jung's archetypes. So you have things like mother, father, beauty, liar, things like that. Mm-hmm. We'll do free cards for your past, present and future. Okay. None of it is literal. It's just an exploration. Sure. So do you want to do you want to place the cards? What do I do? Just take them off the top and put them in the row. You can take them from anywhere you want, and we'll put them face down. Yeah. One, two, three. One, what like that? Yep. Cross, yeah. Perfect. I'll take that one. Ah, oh, nice. You're going and rogue. I'm going, yeah, going random here. How's that? Cool. So that'll be your past. That'll be your present, and that'll be your future. This is all very poignant. Let's see what happens. Here. <laughs> yeah. Where okay. do you want to go first? The past. <clears throat> yeah. Let's do it traditional style. So okay. If you want to turn that one over. All right. Oh, the stranger. All right. That's what interesting. That, what does that imply? I'm going to read you the description in this book here. Okay. Okay. 
the stranger. It's a long one. In shadow, making an entrance to the doorway, stands a character whose sex is ambivalent. The stranger perhaps symbolizes that part of our nature that we've shut out, that is now entering in a surprising way. It is the equivalent to the anima or animus, the excluded part of our psyche, that is the opposite sex to our own. It can also stand for any person we've underrated or neglected who could prove themselves a force in our lives. Represented here is also the caution and apprehension we feel towards the new people in our lives initially. Makes sense, I think. Yeah. So now, yeah. yeah, no, it does, yeah. Um, it's a lot to take in, but... Uh... What does that remind you of as, as a person who's been playing for such a long time? You must have met so many people that were strangers that now aren't anymore. I do every single day, yeah. And there's a lot of them who were and now are not, thankfully, yeah. And that's, that's really nice. Um, yeah. I th yeah, I th you know, yeah. I noticed just walking in here, actually, there's such a community vibe around the band. We take pleasure in having a nice vibe with us, actually. It's what keeps us thriving. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the past strangers come to rejoin. Maybe it's that we've started using some of our very old tunes. Yeah. Rebirthing them sort of thing. So maybe that's what's going on there. And you have Strangitude as well. We do. In your back yes. catalogue. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> actually yeah. one of my favourite albums, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. I like the cover on that one. Oh, yeah, it's my favourite cover okay. by far. Yeah, I actually, that was the, the one of the first vinyl I ever bought, actually. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. With a good reason. I can remember thinking about that cover. Someone said, what's the cover going to be? And I had this vision of that and just suddenly described it really quickly. Wow. Blim, who was the artist at the time, she went away and drew it like that. It was incredible. That's such an unusual image to draw to mind as well. well. Yeah. It's unusual things going on at the time. <laughs> I, <think. laughs> I love that space is the place for you guys. Sure, yeah. certainly is. That's wonderful. Do you want to go to the present? Yep. The libido. No. Oh, <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's, a, that's actually not a very common one. <laughs> I, I could read this one for you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that's so funny. It's, it actually looks like an Osric's album cover too. It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so what's it saying about all that then? So, peacocks are seen flaunting themselves in luxuriant gardens where a snake creeps through the foliage. <laughs> 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 that is foliage. It's it's foliage. All right. A, <laughs> there's there's more. <laughs> it's going great Fifty Shades yeah, now. Yeah. A fountain gushes up in the background. <laughs> and flowers blossom in beauty to the fore. Lovely. Libido yeah. is the Latin word for pleasure and has been used by psychologists to describe, hello, um, the upsurge of energy that is channeled into the sexual drive, the arts and other human activities. Yeah. This card stands for freedom and particularly sexual pleasure. Right. The snake can be seen as either the serpent in the Garden of Eden or as another joyous manifestation of the life force. The card also implies an awakening awareness of self and the psychic force of the kundalini sounds great doesn't it all that yeah i think the snake is my friend good yeah um as far as i can tell as for the rest of it the creativity and all that stuff it's all yeah love it all and uh, more the merrier really with all that <laughs> i mean you are extremely prolific i can't stop yeah doing yeah that, i know it's wonderful yeah <laughs> so, yeah. how, how, like, are you going to to keep keep going? Or? I am. The next album's already done, pretty much. Fantastic. <laughs> you just bought one out, and there's another one just about ready. And uh, I can't stop doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, it's very cool as like someone who's an appreciator and an artist to see someone able to have such a turnout. 
Sure. I mean, I don't know why quite. I, I, I can't stop doing it, really. It's like my hobby, and I'm very blessed to be able to kind of do that and get away with it, and other people like it enough to be able to keep me alive and ticking and doing more, you know? What is your creative process like? Do you work every day? Yeah, pretty I mean, much every single day, yeah. Cup of tea and another cup of tea, and then the studio, and on goes the synth and the guitars, and I switch it on and start going till tea time. Wow. So when you're not creating, what are you doing? What's your sort of downtime? Sleeping and eating. Sleeping and eating. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking. I cook as well, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. kind of thing do you cook? Anything tasty. Anything um, tasty? Yeah. Some of it's all right. Yeah? I like it. Like world food or...? Yeah, all kinds of world food. Indian, Thai, um, all kinds, yeah. Spicy. And spicy, and yeah, love spice, and uh, English style as well. I don't know, I just make it up as I go along, really. That's definitely in your music too. It's sure. definitely an around the world voyage. It like. sure is, yeah. And that's a bit like the cooking in the same way, you know. It's nice to cook after playing music all day because it's a real thing. It's not virtual. It's not on a screen, and it's actually touching objects and chopping vegetables and making them hot and cooking and stuff. <laughs> so it's it's good. It takes away from the digital world and puts it on the physical plane. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Do you want to see what's in the future? Oh God, do I? I'm <laughs> the body. Oh God. <laughs> You've already had a reaction to that one. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm just thinking that I'm wondering. I don't look much like that guy on there. <laughs> He's got like a 10 pack, that guy. He has, and I haven't got one of them for sure. He's got abs on his abs. He has indeed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of the first side cards. So, okay. the body stripped of the outer layer, showing the muscles and veins on a squared background of enlarged veins, all in shades of red and blue. This card initially stands for our physical makeup, indicating health and bodily well-being, or lack of it. It also implies rhythms of our body which govern our health and happiness, together with the meridians. Mm. A rhythm is mentioned again. That's all good. Um, sure, let's keep it all healthy and happy with the rhythms and. Uh, See how far we can go with that, really. Yeah, I mean, your body won't last forever, but if it can keep going for long enough for you to do what you need to do on this plane, then that's mm. very welcome, you know. It's a very physical thing as well to create music and to play it. Sure. Especially right now, you're playing so many shows. Yeah, it sort of feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably feeling your body right now. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. The gigs are very exhausting. They are very exhausting, but exhilarating as well. So it kind of balances out. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's... Uh, a very physical thing and you need a body to be able to do that stuff so that's all good stuff isn't it really and you're feeding it with lots of nourishing world food i am and having and lots of sleep and tea i am having lots of sleep and tea and uh, pleasures from all directions <laughs> <laughs> all directions pretty much yeah these days yeah do you want to do the two bonus cards yeah okay, okay all right it scary? <laughs> are you what sure do I, what do i do just pick them just again. put one at the bottom that's your your sort of motivating force, the thing okay, that pushes you forward. Okay, that one, and then another one on top. And then yeah. the one on top, that's your goal, what oh, you're I being see, pushed like this, towards. Yeah. 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 Right. You wanna... So again, what are they in? This one's what? This one is your motivating force. Okay. So this is what's pushing you, and then that's what's pulling you. <laughs> okay, so what's pushing me is... The beauty! Of course it is. Right under the libido, that's beautiful. <laughs> Look at that symmetry. Yeah, all right, well that's okay. good. This one, um, so this book was written in the 70s, and um, it's a little bit outdated. Okay. So uh, there's a bit of a, a sort of, this description isn't the best one in the book. <laughs> right. I did pick them, didn't I? 
<laughs> the not safe for work version. So a beautiful woman in a fine Tudor style gown is seen looking at her reflection in a mullioned window as if she is waiting to make her entrance and checking her appearance. This character stands for the element of passion and romantic love. For men, it can mean a love affair of the sort that inspires great arts. For women, it can point to a flowering of the awareness of her sexuality or the presence of a rival in love. Love. Blah. The card can have implications of danger, and one aspect of the face of beauty can be a demanding whore. <laughs> the book said it, not me. <laughs> but for you, it's more about like art and creativity, sure. it seems. You, you definitely have that theme coming through. Sure. Um, it's hard to it's hard to quantify what that was all implying, really, at this point. Um, that's what's pushing me or pulling me. That is what's pushing you. Yeah, well, that feels good. Yeah, I'm being pushed into the beautiful world of the pursuit of beauty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, yeah. If you want it to know for true, yeah, that is basically it. Musically, is what I try and do. And she is in a garden, and the libido, libido. Why can't I speak? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? I've done. <laughs> Too many speakings today. <laughs> the libido yes. is also in the garden. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? That is interesting. But this one's more cultivated, and this is wilder, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, that's that's uh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> makes sense. So, do you want to see what the goal is? What's pulling? This me? is what's pulling me. Is it? Yeah. The stars! Oh, well, there you go. That wow. makes sense as well. Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty amazing reading, I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, the patterns of the aspects of an astrological chart is imposed on the star-studded mystery of a night sky. The stars stand for an individual's deepest aspirations and inner goals for the heights of intellectual and artistic achievements, together with the external part of our nature. Also represented here is the astrological cycles that we pass through over and over again throughout lives, more rhythms. Mm -hmm. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, the universe pulls, and it does, and I feel that very strongly. Um, that's yeah. I mean, we we try to try to achieve space with our music, and the universe and the stars are all part of our thing. It's very much illustrated. I mean, I've got this jacket covered in stars here. You know, <laughs> literally so, yeah. matching the cards right now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So what pulls you to space? What is it about the universe? Because you have, you have so much like earthliness in your music, but then also this sort of sublime exploration of the stars as well. Sure, yeah, and that's the thing, really. I like to imply that. I mean, I don't want to shuffle people out into a vacuum and <laughs> you know, suffocate them at all. But the actual, um, not not on a physical level, but on the on the uh, whatever astral level, the stars are kind of. They do have a pull on my thing because I always end up looking at them. I take photographs of stars and I like the, uh, the expanse of it all sometimes, mm. you know. I sometimes will look at the stars for a while and they do pull and they do inspire. So, so yeah, it all kind of makes a scary amount of sense, all this. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Good stuff, yeah. Well, I hope we haven't blown your mind too hard with I'll, the. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of come down in a half an hour and tell, let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your That's time. A pleasure, you know. I hope I wasn't too sort of awkward there. No, no, it's wonderful to explore it with you. Like okay. you don't have to give an essay for every single card. Sure. It's, it's wonderful to just see someone's reaction to sometimes their own life reflected back at them or not. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you very much. That was unique and. Uh, <laughs> Thank quite, you. Quite a lot of fun, really. Oh, I'm good. glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. As long as it was fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Is I, there uh, anything else you'd like to say? I can't think of anything. 
actually, to be honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to. That's see, as beautiful as it is. I mean, the thing is, I'm, I play instrumental music because I don't really have many words. I sort of articulate it through the sounds and stuff that I do anyway. So it's more of a wider message than something I can say with words in a way. It's more just. Words aren't enough to be, encapsulate it. Sure, yeah. But basically, good message be upful, do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. Um, Keep it all for the up and try and survive and stay smiling, really, and don't lose your sense of humour. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Okay. <laughs>